One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. We're trying something new tonight, guys. Today. It's daytime still. Today, ta-da. Laura. I'm excited. This is the, actually, this is a professional move. It's the first time we've ever had a video element of the pod. Laura's bright idea. But I'm actually really excited about it. We had to take things to the next level. We did. We're going to film ourselves with the help of Jonathan, our producer. Hi. <laughs> what? Nothing. And yeah, it's all happening. So we're just going to, we want to give like, we have fun in here together. And we want to just like, we think it'd be fun to bring in another element of like getting attention. Well, yeah. In this attention economy, mm-hmm. it's hard especially with all the social media to get enough attention. And so, so I've had it with Instagram, I think. And I think I've talked to other people who've said Instagram they feel is going the way of Facebook where it just becomes for like freaks. Yeah. And like weirdos uh-huh. and unchill, uncool people. 
And so TikTok is where it's actually at now. So I'm trying to Gen Z things and get us on TikTok. And get I mean, us TikTok famous because actually that's, I think, a better deal. You know how I feel about TikTok. You love it. I mean, I'm a little... I'm hesitant, but now I feel fully, like, motivated to go to fling myself headfirst into it. Like, I w- I've been kind of dancing around it, making a few videos here and there. I think it's your medium. I mm. think it's a medium where things will come through. I agree with that. This is now a podcast about where do we think social media is going? Well, I, I, Twitter is Twitter weirdly will always be around, I think. Twitter scares me and I'm truly this close to just like completely deactivating. It's a volatile cesspool. Instagram makes me want to kill myself, but TikTok gives me a weird amount of hope. Instagram's giving me a little bit. Yeah. I think it is giving me like unhinged Facebook vibes, Facebook status. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we're going to do this. It's a nice change of pace. Um, I love the vibe in Laura's apartment with the pod. So hopefully this gives people a little insight. <laughs> Welcome to our world. Yeah. You think you know? You have no idea. This is a diary. You think you know? You did know, actually. Yeah, you did know. You, just, you now knew you just, all along and now you're getting now you're a little more. It. So like it or not, you don't. You know what? Even if you don't want us to film ourselves, like, too bad. It's happening. It's happening and... And for now, it's just like a TikTok. We could upload to YouTube. I'm not. I'm not opposed to also being a YouTube celebrity, but YouTube I would scar- like to take over TikTok first. Okay, YouTube scares me more than Instagram. Or no, YouTube scares me more than Twitter. I'm a little freaked out by YouTube. I but like I'm gonna- YouTube because it you can monetize YouTube. You can't monetize Twitter. You certainly can't really monetize Instagram. No, you can't monetize Twitter. You can have people pay for your tweets. No, I'm like, don't I know it? Have you paid? No, I'm saying like I would like that. My life would be. Oh yeah, I thought they were gonna launch some sort of. Oh my god! (laughs) I thought you were still in the kitchen. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) I was like, is that Jonathan? And then I was like, wow, this this whoa that was incredible behind the scenes moment. Wow, Jonathan, thank you. Wait, I literally was like, oh, this guy is dropping off something and he's like, just he he's, looks like he's just coming in. Yeah. No, I snuck out the kitchen. Wait, that's amazing. I didn't even know. Thank you, babe. Wait, you snuck out the door? No, that door. There's a different there's really? a different door. Really? Yeah. I locked it behind me too. What the okay. fuck? I'll let y'all You're nimble. Take the pot away. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Yeah. I'll just I'll text you when we're done. Yeah. Quiet as a peep. Look at you. Look at you. Bye, Jonathan. Wow. That was like stealth. That was. I had no idea he was gone. Yeah, I was like, what's he doing in the kitchen? Then I was like, he'll he knows what he's doing. I didn't know there was a door there. Okay, anyway, we're gonna we're not gonna go down the road of Anyways, yeah. So we are filming I feel a little exposed being on camera and recording audio at the same time. It's a new vibe, but I'm excited. I think it's going to be like a really chic deal. Also, I guess someone's taking the trash out in the alley so people can hear that. (laughs) Um, I feel exposed. I feel ripped from the womb and I feel, I literally speaking of, I have a little rip in my crotch. Oh yeah. So I feel a little like, Gotta keep, <laughs> gotta keep the girls crossed, you know. But I'm doing it. You don't want to show anyone your balls. My balls. <laughs> He's got balls. some balls. They would say. No, it's, you got some. 
when we get into it, there's no stopping us. <laughs> the cops get called. I speaking of like that, I my YouTube algorithm has like led me I've watched like a few Sopranos clips over the last few months and it's now like fully suggesting Sopranos clip after Sopranos clip. Like greatest hits. Yeah, or just like recommended up next because of why watch the clips and not just watch the Sopranos? I do that with a lot of things. You just want a clip. I like to clip. <laughs> clip. But I love, um, I was watching the, spoiler alert, when Tony Mercy kills Christopher. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Yeah. It's, t- it's a rough one. Yeah. He had to do it, though. Christopher was a fuck up. He was. He was fucking everything up. And like Tony taking in the, the like branch that went through and would have like went if a baby, if his baby was in the car seat, it would have killed the baby. Mm-hmm. And Tony was like haunted by that. And then he was like, I just got to end this fool. Damn. And he was also on drugs. Like it was just, he was, he was just born to fuck up. He was a bad boy. I saw him. I think there was a video of Michael Imperioli playing his band playing in Brooklyn. I want to go see that. He looked really hot. His vibe is like a ponytail vibe. Yeah. He's, he's really into like my bloody Valentine and like shoegaze music. Yeah. And he's like a hardcore Buddhist too. I think he's sexy. Yeah. That big nose. And I feel like he's just like a cool Brooklyn guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I guess. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know him. Um, he's coming on the pod. Michael Imperioli, come on the pod, please. Let's talk mob wives. Speaking of mob wives. Do you want an intro? I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique Podcast. The Matriarchs of Mozadel. Renee Shocker is having another night out. Renee, <laughs> Renee, no one loves to take shots um, like more than Renee, and I'm I'm talking I'm including like sophomores in college. Yeah, Renee functions in dorms. Like her, like cars use gasoline. Renee uses Patron shots. tequila. I was drinking this. I was enjoying a really delicious tequila Patron shot, and Kala's boyfriend came up next to me. She loves a shot. She's very Brittany Cartwright in that way. Just a shot to the dome. <laughs> the quartet of our dreams takes a car over the bridge and goes over into Manhattan to like Chelsea Meatpacking District. Okay, they're the- very Sex in the City, especially in this moment. Mm-hmm. So I guess Karen is Carrie Bradshaw because she's the writer. <laughs> and doesn't write. And doesn't write. Yeah. And Renee is maybe Charlotte. Ooh. I was going to say Miranda. Renee is Miranda? Yeah. Miranda's like level-headed. I was going to say Carla's Miranda because she seems to be the most like with it of everyone. Like she's, she's still like dating. She's not getting too hyped up. Like, but I mean, in terms of being uh, your authentic self, I think Renee is Miranda in that way. Okay. Cause she's like living on a 10 at all times and living, living out loud. Out. Okay. And Miranda was always sort of living on the edge. 
She was always a little bit on the edge. All right. I think Carla is withholding a lot and is actually secretly very chaotic. Which would which make her Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay. And I think Drita is Samantha. Samantha. Yeah, just because she has a red lip. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You, you I can... disagree. I don't think Miranda, I don't think Renee and Miranda are spiritual sisters whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I, but for the purposes of trying to make this analogy, I'll take it. All right. Um, Agree the... to disagree. You got some bowls. You got some bowls. You got to some say real bowls to say that to me, but I'll, gr- I'll take it. The ladies head over to Manhattan to this extreme, which I, I think I remember hearing about this place, Juliet Supper Club. It was like this very tacky nightclub in like the meatpacking district. Mm-hmm. And Renee goes, whenever we get into it with each other, we go hard when we go out. <laughs> Renee goes hard in any situation, but out she goes the hardest. She's like, she goes, my father always, as a child growing up, my father always wanted me to be, you know, exposed to the nicer things. I'm like, a meatpacking district, Chelsea, like shithole nightclub on near the Hudson River. The finer things in life. The finer things in life. He took you. To th- yeah, I took. You- well, that I guess like if you are a mobster, you're probably taking. That's true. Like you are exposed to lots of like meatpacking areas because mm-hmm. that's where like bodies are stored. Renee, literally, as they're walking in, she literally goes, "Yes!" <laughs> like she's <laughs> never happier than at like in a in like a. You know, completely heart like harrowing, dark colored nightclub. A dimly lit nightclub mm-hmm. with like overpriced food and cocktails, where she can pay lots of money to be the center of attention for a fleeting moment. She's like literally the court jester. Renee's starting from the moment she walks in. They start like they get seated at a little booth, and the, they're you know they're having just like a girls' night. They're talking. They're drinking. Um, and Renee gets turned yeah. really fast. She begins, she's like, she starts with the waiter and like admonishing him for not paying enough attention. Then she's like, what's your name? And he's like, Salvatore. And she's like, Salvatore. Yeah. And Drita's like, my birthday's coming up. I'm really excited. Some of my family is going to be there. I'm really excited for you all to meet them. And, and Renee goes, I've never partied with Albanians. Same. I'm like, me neither. I love Drita goes. They're just like normal fucking people. <laughs> it's like, I love that. Yeah. Totally. Rita Ora. And Dua Lipa. And BB Rexa. All the us. You know the theories, right? That they're like just funneling money for like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dua Lipa makes a lot of sense to me. Rita Ora and BB Rexa. I truly have never heard a song <laughs> that either of them have sang. What like, does... I don't know why They're they famous? are. I don't know why they even exist. I mean, Rita Ora's... Who is she dating right now? Someone... Taika Watiti. That's a hot couple. Damn. I mean, that's a score for that's her. That's a score. I mean, they're, she's, she's confounding to me. Yeah. I'm so confused that I've, I've given up trying to figure it out. And now I just live in a state of acceptance that she is here and... She's not going anywhere. Like she will remain. She's been here and she's been she's been here for a while. Oh, like, she's been here for ten years at least. Twenty thirteen, I remember first asking Sam Lansky, mm-hmm. mutual friend. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Sam Lansky. Who I said, is this woman? I said, Who is this woman? And he goes, That's a really good question, Carrie. 
And I think that exact conversation in that exact same form can exist today about her. Like she is the, I feel like she's the reason that who <laughs> weekly that podcast it is. also friend of the pod, amazing podcast, Lindsay Weber, like that. She is the reason for the, she was the Genesis of that podcast. So and we can be still, grateful like, for that. Reason. Ultimately confounding. We can be grateful that it, she helped birth one of the greatest podcasts of our time yeah. weekly, but also I love, this guessing game of what's she going to do next. And she seems to always be mired in controversy. Like she had a super spreader. <laughs> she had a super spreader birthday. Then she was like pictured. My favorite thing, which actually won me over where I was like, Oh, Rita Ora, like I, like I get it. And I love it now was when she and Taika and oh, uh, Tessa Thompson Tessa Thompson were just like partying at like 5 a.m. on a balcony and like triple kissing. I loved it. I was like, yes. Okay. Like I, I live for this shit. I was like, is this, is this like the throuple that we've been waiting for? I, or just like a late night into a morning hook party hookup. Was it 5 a.m.? I mean, it was morning. It oh, might have really? been like 9 a.m. It was not a nighttime. It was oh, like... Oh, damn. It I was thought like, it was like a late afternoon day I think drinking. it was in the morning. Oh, it so looked had... like morning after like a long, long night. Yeah, Rita Ora doesn't fuck around with like you think she partying, parties. I think. Yeah. Anyway. I've she's... never partied with Albanians. I've never partied with Albanians. But um, And then Renee starts talking about how she wants to get muscle implants in her arms and just get <laughs> she's like i don't need to exercise i'll just go on a table and have them put everything in me i don't think anyone's explained to renee that like yeah that's not how it works but she could at this point maybe get like m sculpt and gain some muscles but she's also not built uh, like drita or carla yeah, Drita and Carla sort of shame her a little for exercising or not exercising and being like adverse to it. And they kind of are like, you got to, you know, you got to go to the gym. And like, they're like, you want to look like that. You can't just get implants. And Renee's like, shut up. Shut up. I want to do it in 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do what I want. And I was like, okay, she'll, do, she'll do exactly what she wants. Yeah. Then Renee notices some guy at a, the next table looking at her. And she's like, who's that man? And then decides to go over to a full table of people. And she goes, she introduces herself or something. And she goes, she goes, she goes, where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Staten Island. And he goes, I'm from Eldridge. Another, I guess, a Staten Island area. She goes, I'm Anthony Graziano's daughter. And, and they then all go, she, no way. <laughs> oh, my God. It cuts to one guy's face. Let me see if I have it. Because I took a picture of it. I was like, this is literally my vibe when Renee brings up her mob pass. <laughs> yes. They were haunted by her. This. Yeah. They were. <laughs> they were. Wait. Look at that. This is me when Renee speaks a fucking peep about her mob past. I just wrote she's too much. We are all him. We are all him. I love that she just like, she's so proud to say it. Oh no, she loves it. And he's like, oh really? Whoa, that's crazy. And she goes, so, you know, don't fuck with me. And they all laugh. They all laugh. And she goes, ah, ha, 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 ha. And 
then she picks him out and plucks him away and <laughs> tempts him to the dance floor. And she she proceeds to shimmy and shake all over him. They get really close at one point. They got incredibly close. Their faces are like pressed together. And then there's one where he just is like looking down at Renee's fully dropped to the floor, like eye level with his dick. And then is like just doing a dance and then comes back up. She freaked him. She's a, she's a <laughs> full snake charmer. And at one point she, Really in, and she gets into his head, I think. Mm-hmm. And all the girls are just watching Renee just getting her fucking freak on. <laughs> There's a super cut of Renee living it up at the club. She goes from like freaking this guy to then it cuts to her like playing the bongo drums. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to her like dancing on a banquet. And yeah. she truly was living her best life at the club that night. Renee, party Renee, she says. Party, party Renee. Renee's out. And it's everyone seeing her and everyone loves her and she loves a good time. She's sucking down a shot and she goes, no matter where the fuck we go, people know. And I was like, yeah, because you walk up to them and tell them. Like, yeah, because you're extremely drunk. They, You won't <laughs> let them not know. I know. They must know. By the end of the night, any public place that Renee Graziano is at... No matter what, even if you don't want to know or didn't ask, mm-hmm. you will know that she's Anthony Graziano's daughter. Yeah. She will make sure that you know. No one is leaving that place without that kernel of knowledge driven into their brain. Also, I'm like, do these, does she, what if these people like have no idea what she's talking about? Like that would be like if I went into a crowded bar and then just found someone at a table and was like, I'm Butch Shanel's daughter. And like, what do you say to that? If you're like, just if someone's starting with the I'm so-and-so's daughter, you kind of have to be like, oh, no way. Yeah. it's like, That's the vibe I kind of got from them. Like they didn't want to like. They're not trying to rock the boat. They're not trying to like blow up her spot or like burst her bubble, but. Uh, you know but they also know you can't do that like with her when she comes in that hot you can't be like i don't know him can you imagine how devastated she would be if someone was like who the fuck is that things would swing from happiness to ultimate sadness but i I guess if you're from staten island even if you don't know you can probably assume that with a name like that that Mm -hmm. he's someone in the mob someone to know and there's cameras filming her so clearly it's they're gonna (laughs) they're gonna play it up so i give them kudos for entertaining her yeah or maybe they do know maybe maybe everyone maybe everyone in staten island knows exactly what's what i mean it's possible according to renee i think the way she lives her life she's like everyone knows who i am she's a household community household name no matter where the fuck we go (laughs) people know (laughs) no matter where the fuck we go people know (laughs) Can someone from Staten Island confirm who's like of our age group, like a little older than? Do you like, know Renee? Do you do you know Anthony <laughs> do Graziano? You know Renee's dad. Do you know Renee? Do you know AJ? Anyone, please chime in. Please, yes. Confirm if this is true. Drita and Karen meet for lunch, and they are reminiscing on like the first night they ever went out together and became friends. And Karen goes. At the end of the night, I was in a bra and a white shirt with a toenail ripped off. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. When you go out with Drita and it's just you two. You're lucky that a toenail ripped off is the, like, if that, you're lucky if that's the least amount of bodily damage that befalls you. Right. But Drita is like, I feel like in a group, she's a little tempered because there's like more than one person. But if it's just you and her on like, a, a hard night let's go mm-hmm. 
All bets are off. The cops will be called. Ambulances will be driven in. The ambulance will arrive. What did she say? The cops will. She goes, the cops will be called. The ambulances will be driven in and they will (laughs) arrive. You're going to the hospital. The ambulance ambulances, they will come. They will come. Um, then Renee goes to well, also Karen. It's really starting to bother her that Drita downplays her time with Lee. Mm-hmm. And or like how she got with him. I mean, as we realize in this episode, like it kind of seems like Drita's like. She came in at like a very weird time. She swooped up her man. She swooped up her man. I didn't realize it was in within the same year. He's still your man in that period. He is, but at the also I'm like, okay, this was so long ago. Like, build a bridge and get the fuck over it, Karen. Yeah, but it I mean, we'll get to it later, but it sounds like Lee isn't over Karen fully. Yeah, well he ha- harbors a lot of anger towards her. I know, but that's something. Well, seven years, I mean, they grew time. up together. If they grew up together in the same neighborhood, then they dated from like 15 to what? Like 22 or something like that. It's just like a lot I think of. She was a little older. Didn't she say we dated when we were 15? Oh, really? Yeah. I think oh. that they, she kept saying that. Oh. Like they might have met when they were 15 or something like that. And I mean, Lee's like life experience so far has been like crime and then a lot of time to sit and think in prison so he's stewing he's stewing but yeah so karen wants drita to apologize basically i love the way she goes about this which is to talk about it to every single person except for drita yeah and just hope that you know by osmosis of gossiping and without her knowing that you're talking about her she'll somehow come to the realization that she should apologize She's really getting herself like all worked up over a very simple conversation. Yeah. I think she's just like wants drama and wants stuff for her book. Yeah. And she wants, I think maybe the bigger thing is like she wants, sounds like Lee was a huge part of her life and she wants to talk about how she dated this like criminal, but then she has to find a way to like say that she's going to do that and if she starts more drama with Drita around it, then it can be like, well, now I'm justified to like talk about this or something. And speaking of sex, it's a very Carrie move mm-hmm. to do this. Carrie would. Carrie loves to talk and talk and talk about things. And then before she confronts. But she also loves to like, like she would get outraged if like you dated someone she dated mm-hmm. like, or like when Charlotte didn't offer to pay. She went to her house and yelled at her. Yeah. Like she would get mad at something like this. Mm-hmm. So it's a very CB move. Um, Staten Island special surgery. <sighs> the snow also at some point it snowed like eight feet. Yeah, it was a full blizzard. Was, there was a full blizzard, but we didn't see the blizz, just the aftermath. Well, this was 2009, 2010. If I remember correctly, I was a junior in college. There was a big blizzard that winter in the East Coast mm-hmm. that like blanketed the whole northeast okay so maybe i think that was that time this looks like that like i just clocked that there was a ton of snow on the ground yeah it was like our school closed which is i love when school closes but it was like rare for us to have a snow day Mm -hmm. so that i think that was around this time which is i love it love that um renee walks in she (laughs) goes my favorite place dr clapper dr clapper (laughs) (laughs) let's go let's do this 
So he's going to give her like a... <laughs> it looks like he gave her like a CO2 laser, like a fractal, a fractal laser. Like I love Renee doesn't know exactly what she's even getting. She goes, a chemical peel with lasers. Those are two completely different things. You would never do them at the same time. She needed it. She got like laser resurfacing or something where they do like burn of your flesh. They burn off like a dermal layer of your skin and then you reptilian like reboot from the dermis up your face. She had the kind of like I had that skin when I was boozing and smoking a lot of cigs. It's at the same time. ruddy booze hound yeah. skin. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, she look, she's a gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman, I think, Renee. Mm -hmm. But I was like. Go, girl. Good, good on you. My favorite part of this whole experience was that her friend was standing nearby, waving the air. The ozone. She could smell Renee's flesh getting burned off. The yeah. air smelled like charred flesh. Yeah. It's and like her friend was like truly trying to wave away the Renee's <laughs> barbecue. Renee was literally on like shrimp on the barbie. She was fully. <laughs> this she is like someone real. get the sausage, yeah. but throw it on the barbecue. Get this, the calzone. <laughs> literally was a sausage. She is the mummy by the end of this. <laughs> She's fully Hellraiser. She's, <laughs> she, you she know what Hellraiser, Hellraiser. How, like when he's like regenerating and he's fully just blood covered and has no skin. That's that was she, Renee. Renee looks like Hellraiser in this moment. When he's like, oh, now it's starting to hurt. Oh, and the doctor's like, yeah, you might be bleeding. And then it just cuts her covered in gauze, like oh. bleeding through her gauze, like face off. She was in face off yeah. when John Travolta yeah. is just like preserved, but only as like a goo face. <laughs> and then like he wakes up and is like smoking a cig with just like muscle exposed goo, <laughs> goo face. That was, she literally was channeling John Travolta. She was also hollow man. <laughs> With all, the, with all the bandages. Oh, it hurts. Oh, oh, she's like, oh, shit, this hurts. Oh, fuck. There's no version of my life where I don't <laughs> believe in, like, bringing friends into the room while you get a plastic surgery procedure. I guess, like, I mean, uh, I, br I brought my mom in when I've gotten, like, Botox and actually lip filler now that I think about it. For but her like, to see. Just because she's there. I'm not going to be like, wait in the car, mom. <laughs> Also, if it's like my stepmom doing, I'm like, well, this is us spending time as a family. It's like we're all getting something out of this. <laughs> you guys get to hang with me. I get to be injected, and like then we vlogged like some a memorable moment mm -hmm. together. But like, I don't know if I'd want to have my mom or a friend in the room while they could smell my flesh burning. And I certainly, I guess, I actually, I'll clarify, I don't ever want to be anyone's friend in the room. I don't want to smell any one of my friends' flesh burn off their face. That's just me. I depends on the friend. Like you're down. If I was like, you come with me. I'd be a little interested. I mean, I, I get grossed out at some stuff, but like if someone wanted me to like, who was a little nervous, mm -hmm. was like, can you just sit in the room with me? I would, I would go in. Can you sit in the room and smoke, choke on the, <laughs> choke on the I might acrid I might gag. smoky flesh air I might gag at I like think that you would be burnt flesh yeah you'd be barfing but if it's like a family member or like one of my best friends I'd be like alright you'd be like okay yeah but <laughs> hope they don't botch you hope ooh mm. does that hurt I'd go ooh. you go ooh, ooh. I go like this ooh, ooh. 
You're gooey. It's like a marshmallow. <laughs> We're making s'mores in here. Her face, she's literally getting s'mored. Yeah. She oh! got charred. And then like you take off the outer shell of the marshmallow and it's like gooey cutie inside. That's she Renee. Loves that. Oh my god, Carrie. What? Did you hear what I'm doing this fall? No. I'm taking Sex Unique podcasts on tour. Wait a minute. I'm doing that too. I know. We're going on tour. We're going on fucking tour. Tickets are going fast. In fact, one of the Chicago shows sold the fuck out. You're kidding me. Well, we added a second. Oh, God. Head to LarsMarie.com to purchase tickets. That's L-A-R-Z-M-A-R-I-E.com to get yours now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Carla goes over to Renee's house. <laughs> Renee answers the door and Carla goes, oh my God. Oh my God. This is Renee. <laughs> <laughs> she's also, <coughs> she's still wearing like the nurse's scrubs. Why is she wearing scrubs? I don't know. I guess she was plugging the center. Did she go straight from the surgery room? Like, I, has she not changed her clothes in days? I bet they were like, can you plug our our center i'm bet she's like i'm not gonna chance taking a shirt off over my head lest i like like softly even touch my bloody face like i don't like there i there's i just will wear this shirt until my face eventually peels off she is fully skinless i i like i shrieked when i saw her face i did too i screamed and then tony barked and she like is into it she loves looking like the devil. Yeah. She, she literally. Loves, she loves channeling Beelzebub and like just but <laughs> casually. She's like, I'm excited. She's like, well, I'm excited how it's going to look after it all heals. <laughs> She's cool with that. Yeah. Carla's like, oh my God, Renee, you look absolutely horrifying. And she's like, whatever. Carla goes, you happy with that? <laughs> she goes, I'll be happy soon. Oh, yeah. She goes, everyone, no one will talk. AJ won't talk to me. He won't even look at me. I'm like, imagine being AJ where your mom just like freaked out, scream cried at you, chasing you all around the house. Then just as soon, when you think like the air is cleared and like everything's fine, she literally comes home Hellraiser style and is like, look at me. And like her face is peeling off. He, AJ cannot catch a break. She runs around. She goes, him and his friends ran away when they saw me. And I was like, can you imagine her just running through the house being like, Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Look at my face. AJ, please. And then he. She Look goes, at my face. I just told him I want to be young. And he said, I'm, you're not young. <laughs> and I was like, well. AJ and his friends are literally running and screaming for How her. old is Renee saying that she is? And she does it. She's 41. 40. She said she's 41. <laughs> I'm like, honey, 10 years ago. You were <laughs> you're 41 <58. laughs> plus nine. <laughs> You are a cool 50. Which is fine, but like, don't lie about it. I love her. Come on. There's no way that she's 41. I mean, she could be. If you tan a lot and you smoke and drink to excess. And if you're just like traumatized 
marred by years of like stress adds a lot of wrinkles murder drama mm-hmm. but look at me aj look at me <laughs> open the door come smell my face come, i love <laughs> come smell it it's arid you happy with that <laughs> carla if someone asks that you kick them out of the house like imagine getting like lip filler and then someone sitting down and going do you, you think renee you happy with that at one point like in the night went into like the powder room turned off all the lights and then turned it lights on really quick and like looked at herself in the mirror and then scared herself off. yeah she's summoning candy man but she is candy yeah man. <laughs> She's turning, she's morphing into Candyman. She literally is. I bet she stands in dark rooms and then AJ goes into the bathroom to like pee in the middle of the night and Renee's just standing there and then he turns lights. Like, I bet she does that. It's literally that scene in Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. When the guy like takes When he rips his own face off. Yeah. Karen has a boring scene where she like calls her ex and tells him she's going to start dating. And he's like, oh. Wait, it's his, it's her daughter's father her daughter's father yeah and he goes she goes i'm gonna start dating and he goes huh well that'll be a sight <laughs> grass is always greener let me tell you i'll let you see for that yourself i was like he goes so what i guess this means we're over <laughs> i'm like yeah i guess so all these they all have like the worst men yeah wait so it, does he live in arizona unclear because i'm like so there, i think so is there just like an exile community of staten island people who live in like scottsdale i don't know maybe it's like a witness protection kind of place i'm watching better call saul mm-hmm. and just speaking of witness protection are they all in like albuquerque um well he gets he moves to omaha mm-hmm. and like is living you know like remember at the very end he goes into hiding oh i don't remember okay just like it's very interesting but, to me. So he's in hiding in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Does it cut forward then? It cuts forward. It cuts to the present where he's like. So it gives that, you some past and then cuts yeah. forward. Then in he, the same season or in different seasons? I mean, I'm on season five. Wow. But it, you, it, bla- <laughs> you blaze. I'm a, uh, How do you blaze so hard through TV shows? I, don't know. I thought I blazed hard. I blaze. But you blaze like even harder. It's Chariots of Fire. We just go and go and go. Wow, I love that. I mean, that's what happens when you like don't go out. Yeah, and true. like don't party, party. Mm-hmm. You just. But I don't go out or party, party, and I still like I'm not blazing it that that's level. True. Like I started Gomorra like maybe a month ago or something, or a few weeks ago, and I'm like midway through season three, and I feel like I watch a lot of it. But like you started Better Call Saul last week. Basically. And you're on season five. No, like probably like three weeks ago. Okay. I mean, yeah, we uh, probably like three episodes a night. Love that. But like they're kind of quick. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see his origin story. Loving. And then it cuts to present. To the the present. Okay, chic. I love Bob Odenkirk. I love a cut. I live jumping in time. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk is so hot. He's fucking hot. He's so he's always been hot. I know, but like I I hot and funny. He's so the hot. dream. His eyes? Yeah. He just has these like soulful like I just think he's so sexy. Yeah. And I was really happy that he's recovering. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. It's not time yet. No. We need more Bob. 
Um, Carla, we find out, has had a boyfriend for a year. Even though she's technically married, she has a boyfriend that she's shooting with, but he has to blur his face. And I love that. It's a power move for all. Is he like married? Well, I think she doesn't want her husband to see who it is. Well, she's like, apparently it's someone they all know. And her husband knows about him, but it's also like her husband's in jail and about to get out. So like, I wouldn't be trying to like. Yeah, I bet. I bet that was his. I'm sure her husband's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, whatever. And then he gets out and he's like, it's not fucking fine. I'm going to whack him. I don't think any any sort of dating another man is fine with anyone. They can, the men can date and fuck whoever they want. But yeah. The, the, but woman, the women, absolutely no. not. I I'm love, like, Drita goes, you think Lee would be okay with me dating someone? Cause she wants, she, Drita's obsessed with like her toxic relationship with Lee. She is. And like how violent and scary it is. So she, this is her getting all teed up and excited for someone to be like, no, your husband will kill you if he finds out. And then she's like, hell yeah. I know. At first I was like, oh, look, she's like, Carla's a really good example for her of like, she's a free woman. But I'm like, no, she likes being in this relationship. She does. This is all her foreplay. Mm -hmm. Is imagining and then asking someone what they think and them confirming that, like, he would end your life. And then she's, like, turned on. She's like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, huh? She <laughs> loves like, hearing yeah, people is. say. It actually is crazy. She loves hearing people say, your husband will murder you. Mm-hmm. She, she was, when we fight, we go to war. The cops come. I was like, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's If you have to brag, if that's a brag for you, that's like a red flag yeah. about the relationship. You know who, you know, another relationship where the cops kept coming? OJ and Nicole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's we've, not a great sign. We've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being like, when we fight, it's an all-out war and the cops come. Yeah, she's not like... Some people are like, you know, we have pretty, like, knockdown drag-on fights, which is, like, a euphemism. Mm-hmm. But she's being serious. No, it's 100% serious. It's like Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, toxic. Yeah. Right. More cops than them. Yeah, more, well, obviously. <laughs> Crying at Karen's writing process. Okay, Karen's... I didn't realize this, but her, basically her, like, ghostwriter slash writing teacher is her cousin i think that's a different woman i think her cousin is one person and the the ghostwriter was a different person so her cousin's just helping her like remember things yeah okay i think she's just there for to have a conversation and be like this is the year this happened this is the year this happened and karen is her approach to writing is just to hold a huge whiteboard and write on it and i was like do i need i need that <laughs> yeah. Everything Karen is doing, I laugh at, but then I'm also taking a mental note, like, oh, I need to do this. She was already writing, like, we saw her writing some kind of text. Yeah. And it was like, my family has had a very interesting life. <laughs> it was like very like. <laughs> it was like my. It's like a third grade reading level <laughs> essay about your family. But at, like a true writer, she's scrapped it all and she's gone back to the basics. Yeah. So now she's. She's breaking story and she's outlining frantically like a, putting dates on a whiteboard. She was just like, uh, yes, see. So uh, 1985 is when. Yes. Yes. So basically we find out that her dad, by the way, her apartment is chilling. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't love it. That couch. It's like red and black oh. and white. A horrible color scheme. So Karen's dad was the underboss, which is like the 
second in command to the Gambino crime family, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, that's a really big deal. That's like one step away from being like the boss, the king. Yeah. The um, Don. And then at nine four at eight nineteen eighty five, I think the the boss of the Gambino family was gunned down. Yeah. And then 1986, he became underboss. Then he started cooperating with the FBI in 1992. And she, Karen says she dated Lee for seven years. And he was a huge part of her life after her father cooperated. Wow. But then he turned on, turned her. on her. And then she tar- started talking shit about her family and kept saying that rap family. That rap family. I, but it's, so Lee was in like a kind of amateur squad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's probably in almost like a social climbing way was like, I have to get in good with the established crime family yeah. because I'm on, still on the outs. So he probably turned his back on Karen and her family just to get into good graces. Yeah. I could see that. Because he was like sort of an outcast. Or he just like wants to date the boss's, one of the boss's daughters. That's like a power move. Once he's out, it's dead to me. Yeah. And Karen, once again, says she has a lot of problems with Drita. I know. Yeah, she's, at this point I was a little like, okay, shut up. Just call Drita already. Like, yeah, I'm tired of you, Karen. All you do is like complain and try and remember dates. (laughs) <laughs> all you do is write dates down on whiteboards yeah bring something else to the table remember those like old power like projectors that people do in math class where they overhead put- projectors <sighs> the scourge i just remember i'm having a visual of <sighs> calculus teachers like writing x and like shit on the that like translucent. like a transparent paper and trying oh. to write it down and then it would make that whirring sound and have a specific smell and then it like projects on and I was like all of this is yeah. meaningless to me and they would write with like sharpie and then wipe it off mm-hmm. or like with marker and I'm like you just wrote gibberish yeah I see that and I think I don't understand I'll never understand never need it never want it Hey, what's this? Get that out of here. (laughs) Melania just comes. Melania, I keep expecting Teresa to walk through the door. I need her and Melania in the mix of all of these people. Hey, shut the fuck up. Don't talk about your family. Hey, once a rat, always a rat. Put that pen down. Who do you think you are writing a book? Yeah, what are you? read a book. Yeah. What are you, Joan Collins? (laughs) Jackie Collins? Keep your keep your romance novels to the grocery store. <laughs> Put them away from here. No one wants to read your fucking writing. You gibberish. She comes in and just like sprays bullets through Karen's apartment. She comes in, rides in on her little like tiny ATB yeah. with like a semi-automatic rifle. <laughs> just, just like. Yeah. She goes, heard there was a rat infestation in here. That's what you get. That's what I believe. Like if we we're going to take it to a Gamora level, that's like what would happen. Yeah, she's like, someone call the exterminator. Because there's a rat. There's a rat family living here. The two of you. Once a rat, always a rat. You're dead. Yeah. She spits on (laughs) their dead bodies. (laughs) I said said what I said. 
and did what it did, no regrets. Yeah, no regrets here. Then she just lights the... She pours gasoline <laughs> over everyone and then lights a match. Lights a zip, flicks a zippo on her jeans and yeah. then just tosses it on the ground. And at that very moment, Renee with her blood face, skinless <laughs> face, is smoking a cig out the window in Staten Island. And then from way in the distance, she sees a big explosion from one of these Jersey City towers. And she goes, oh, what's that? And she goes, AJ, we're under attack. Renee thinks it's 9-11 yeah. again and puts AJ through 9-11 hell. She runs upstairs, open the door! They're, we, done, they're at it again! They're back, they're back! They're coming again, AJ, they're coming for us! And AJ's like, mom! And Laden's at it again! <laughs> yeah, her face, just complete blood face. Yeah, she's goodnight mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Drita is getting glammed for her birthday. She's going to take her ringlet curls and a shiny red lip out on the town. And like she is walking out the door and says like bye to her daughter. And she's like, Ma, I'll be right back. And I was like, don't lie. You're a lying. And then when you are right back, you're like ushered in through the door because she ends up like blacking out to the extent like she goes like it was like a me like six years ago blackout level. Yeah. Mommy will be right back. I'm like, okay, well that's You're not going to not be. true. And that's going to traumatize your daughter. They all get in a limo and Trina goes, Renee got a face peeled off. Oh my God. But Renee does look good. She's Renee. You're glowing. She's healed. She's healed up. I'm like, how much time went in between this? I don't Renee's know. miraculous turnaround. The, Renee goes, <laughs> And he goes, look, I got whipped cream vodka. And then she starts cranking it. Over, and I was like, eh. oh, my God. My the way throat. that they're drinking like champagne and vodka, I was like, you're going to die. Yeah. Like that hangover is Brutal. so still so visceral to me. Yeah. That I'm like, I mean, Drita's shit tanked by the time they even arrive at the club. I'm like, damn, these they go hard. Like They this go is, crazy hard. This is like me drinking on New Year's Eve in high school. Drita's whole vibe in this party was me the night when I worked for the Producers Guild of America and went to their award show, literally wearing a one-shoulder dress like Drita, got tanked, fell down outside, like, walking back to, like, my friend's car, tried to play it off, like, what happened? Oh, my God. Like, that's crazy. And then found out where my friends were, showed up at the club and just walked in and started dancing on the wall like this. And the, my friends were like, who is that girl over there that's dancing on the wall? And then they realized it was me. <laughs> were they horrified? No, they were excited. They were like, what an entrance. Here. Yeah. And I was just like on the wall. Just that's amazing. Like, and then, yeah. But the next day the hangover was ferocious. I think if I saw you enter like that in the distance, I would be screaming. Like, I don't even know if they saw me enter. Like, I entered not to find them, but just to find a wall that I could, like, dance yeah, on. That's And then they were, it was like, oh, who, that's Lara over there. Yeah, it's like Beatlemania. They all, just showing up. Making an entrance. <laughs> um, I love that. I've had, I've had moments like that, but not as cool. That's Drita. I yeah. was like, our Drita and I were cut from a similar cloth. Mm-hmm. You and I. I have Renee. I used to have like Renee energy. You're, would, Re- you're Renee and I'm Drita. When I would show up and I'd be like, I'm coming. I'd meet. <laughs> I'd be fucking lit. Oh, Carrie, you're glowing. Yeah, I'd come to the, wherever my friends were and just already be so tanked. 
and just like goes chaos. You go right from your chemical peel slash laser resurfacing to the club. I would like I I would go out with that face Mm -hmm. and be like, what? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Call the smoking. With yeah. some sunglasses on. Let's get an eight ball, I'd say. With <laughs> literal no skin Like, as, like, a chunk of skin, like, falls off your face yeah. onto the floor. I Literally, I would look like a skeleton with blood on it. <laughs> with face paint. Call, call the dealer. We're going in. Call him. I'll Renee go- is feeling herself at the Chelsea room. Yeah, they're when this is like an actual party. It's not just the four of them at like an empty bar. Mm-hmm. It's like they, Drita's actual friends show up. Her friends show up and they've gotten like bottle service. Yeah. So there are, yeah, it's like maybe six or seven people as opposed to just like the four gals. They bring out a sparkler to sing happy birthday, bottle to sing happy birthday to Drita. And then all of a sudden you just see Drita staring off and she goes, I'm not happy. <laughs> She can't stop thinking about Lee. Yeah. And how it really sucks that he's missed almost every birthday of hers since they got married. Pretty much since they've met. Yeah. But she was like 24, 25 when they met. And then now what is she in this? I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. (laughs) 50? I don't know. Can't find out. She's like in a place of nunca. Mm -hmm. She's kind of in like a... She's disassociating. Mm -hmm. She's going fugue. And she's self-medicating. And then it's just all leading to the ultimate, just like crouch down on the floor, blackout and scene. <laughs> Renee gave her K. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she does look like she got some K. There was this one time in college where I got completely blackout and on like a Thursday night. And then my friends helped, like took me back to their dorm and were like feeding me. And then another all in the swim team and another friend came in and i like chased her through the hallways throwing goldfish at her and she said at one point she hid behind like a the wall jutted out a little and she hid behind it and then poked her head out and i went ah (laughs) i love i've been i've (laughs) been in a blackout where i've thrown food at someone like through bread like lobbed bread at someone people brought me bread to like Get you know when they're like, give her some bread and just soak up the booze. And I was like, you're always doing this, and like kept throwing bread at her. I don't and I don't remember it, but like I don't think I was. It wasn't like in a menacing way. I was just chasing. No, it's just like I was being silly. That's silliness. <laughs> but Sometimes... I looked, she hid behind a wall, and then I went, wah! <laughs> like I was like in the movie Alien. literally above like over your roof i was like are the trees <laughs> gonna start like blowing this is a fucking apocalypse now i'm like martin sheen in apocalypse <laughs> now in this fucking apartment oh no <laughs> guys this is la you think you know, but you, like, just people think LA is a lot of things, but really, LA is just listening to low flying helicopters. It's a constant helicopter wondering if you're going to get drone <laughs> attacked or like if this is the end, but then it's just nothing. It's nothing. And you'll so, never be able to figure never out know. why it was there. Or if you do, it's for something really horrible mm-hmm. that happened like a block away from you. And then you're like, oh. Oh. But a lot of times it's just like a mystery chop chop. 
Mm-hmm. Where your windows will be shaking, a searchlight will come in, blind you for a second, and then take off. And you're yeah. Like, okay. A circling and circling and circling, just to I guess keep you. I think in it's a the, state of fear. I think I actually think the LAPD just routinely tries to keep us terrorized. Yeah, I'm like, will some are like, is the FBI gonna rappel down into the courtyard? Does that make sense that they would do that? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, Drita's getting worse and worse. She's. I like her approach though. Is like she doesn't even get that sloppy. Like she just goes right into the middle of the dance floor and then just crouches fully down and goes like roly poly, like Re- a tight little roly poly. Yeah. Meanwhile, Renee goes over to the bar and she's like, "I was trying to enjoy this delicious Patron," and Carla's husband or her boyfriend came up next to me. And I don't like that guy. I know, and I guess like they were making light. I think. They were making light conversation and he said like, oh, if it wasn't, if I wasn't with Carla, I'd try and get with you like a joke. That's like clearly a joke, right? But, but not, you can't say that stuff to Renee. No, I mean, that's like you've actually like sexually assaulted Renee if you said <laughs> that to her. Renee goes up to Carla and she goes, he's not worth it. She's furious. No, you're worth Carla. And then Carla goes, I have to walk away from you right now. Then she just walks away. And Renee- <laughs> Carla will not give Renee a single inch. No. She's dealing with Renee the right way. Well, Renee, she's like trying to invent this like whole narrative that he's like this piece of shit. Yeah. Like that he's like a disgusting predator when really it's like. I know exactly what kind of conversation they were having. You're at a birthday. Like, Renee. He's this is like, Renee's, like, me too moment. He's just making, like, a corny, like, somewhat unnecessary in passing. Like, he's complimenting her. Yeah. It's just, like, like a colloquialism or something. Yeah, but she does not. Renee's literally, like, hashtag oh! me too. <laughs> Time's up, she says. Time's up on him. I don't like him one bit. Carly's not worth it. He's not worth it, Carla. Carly's know that much about yourself. Yeah. Carla's like, okay, Renee. <laughs> Drita faded. Yeah, Drita just gargoyle. She curls. Gargoyle. Yeah, she goes gargoyle, roly-poly, and then becomes completely frozen. Someone goes, something's wrong with Drita. And then, like, it just cuts to the next day. Well, they she freezes, like, at the end of Hocus Pocus when they all turn to stone. <laughs> And they they literally carry when she gets blackout. Rita, Drita, Rita, Drita actually just turns to stone and petrifies. And they like move her like a statue, and they have to like carry it's her. It's Indiana Jones. Like they put her on like a thing. They put her in like the Ark of the Covenant, uh-huh. and then they carry her yeah into her house, and then open the Ark and place like roly poly petrified Drita on her bed, where mm-hmm. she then eventually wakes up the next morning. But I was really digging her like sarcophagus bed oh yeah the next day drita's just like a completely wretched hangover devastating the last thing i remember from my party i don't remember i don't (laughs) know and i was like been there babe been there there, hate that for us yeah she's like if someone right now if i had someone just waving a gun over me i'd say do it (laughs) i was like been there too i've also been there (laughs) Where you're literally like, I could just extinguish. I could die. Death would be <laughs> the greatest release in this moment. Please. I'm hungover. Please kill me. The sweet kiss of death. Yeah. Is all I need right now. Like, as I'm like slurping on a p- Panera potato soup <laughs> at my desk in like Midtown Manhattan. 
and it's raining out and I'm like so hungover and strung out from doing coke on like a Tuesday night and I'm slurping 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 Panera and I have to like shit so bad oh like, and it's like at work so uh, you can't really like you're not gonna be able yeah. to like really live your best life and i'm like all i want is to be in my bed right now and die i the last time i was like truly that hungover i was also so broke and the only thing i could afford to eat were honey nut cheerios and milk and oh. so i would just get them from like cbs and bring them home and like eat them all week and I was like the kind of hungover where you need to eat like just a disgusting, huge meal. Mm-hmm. And then I just had to eat Honey Nut Cheerios oh, no. and milk. And the milk like tastes like vodka. It was so, it was so disgusting. <sighs> and my friend was like, I'll buy you food, but you have to go to this wine expo with me. And I was like, please don't make me go be around the wine. Did please. you go? Well, I had to, I, <laughs> I, had all to... I wanted was food and it was downtown. So I had to go sit in an Uber to go downtown. And then I was at a wine taste, like in a huge room, which is all these wines and people like sifting wine and tasting them. And I truly could not, I could not like, oh, I couldn't a... deal. And then I just sat on like, I sat on like the stairs, like just waiting, like, truly almost with my head between my legs i was like just do your wine thing and like i'll be here but like i just like can't even stand up anymore like can we please go soon and then like the drunkest you know at a wine expo like there's gonna be some drunks there and like some wretched alcoholics like masquerading as like pirate people that just love wine <laughs> pirate drunk no yeah and so of course like a pirate drunk man identified me as like the weakest link at the wine expo and then was trying to like hit on me and i was like please get away from me like i can't speak to you right now and his breath was so bad and was like, like whiny a, a sunday or something yes this is ryan o'connell like dragging me to the wine expo and then i finally was like i'm gonna go sit like outside like like on the street and then I just sat on the street and then a security guard was like ma'am are you okay and I was like no I have to get out of here but I'm so broke I'm stuck here at the wine expo like I need like I can't uber myself away I can't like get food for myself I'm literally stuck in at a wine expo that's friendship it was true and then I barfed out of the uber on the way home (laughs) Like it's like a puppy. Yeah, Drew Lay was like, "Oh my god!" And then just <laughs> leaned out and opened the door and was like, <laughs> And then he was like, "Okay, now we'll get you food yeah. at like 7 p.m." Did it help? Kind of, but by that point, I was like, "Not." I was truly had passed the point. I Jesus could barely Christ. eat anything. I was just like, "This was a hellish day." Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was in wine country on Thursday to Friday to see my sister who was mm-hmm. visiting Sonoma with her husband and we drove and like, I just need to like briefly just talk about wine country. How was it? I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah. It's like l- truly looks like Provence. Mm-hmm. Um, Provence. <laughs> it really looks like Provence. <laughs> yeah. That was intentional. Um, but it's, I just like, there's a, it's pretty and it's beautiful and I had fun, but like there's a, I was only there for one night, but there was a vibe that I was trying to articulate. I was like, what is this vibe of this like cutesy, like intentional rust, you know, like old Ford pickup truck in the front yard, you know, mm-hmm. like I was just like, what is, and then I was like, oh, it's curls font yeah, in word doc. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is wine culture in Sonoma. Yeah. Just like, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, I kept just being, yeah, I kept yeah. being like, like, I kept, I kept seeing like a silhouette and there's like a wine train, just people just curling, curls in. <laughs> and I was just it like, it is curls. And I was, I was like, this is so strange. It's such a corny and I get it. It's like, you know, a lot of people love wine. I drank wine. I wasn't drinking it for like the mirth. Of the breath of the wine, I was drinking it to, like, to get fucked up. To get fucked up, but yeah. like, I get it. I'm not. I'm. Just, I'm not judging. No, I think wine is delicious. But I'm just like the that culture with all like the little signs leading into the private vineyards and all the family run. You know, it was just mm-hmm. very like. It, especially if you don't <laughs> drink at all, you're like, yeah, I, was I like, don't give a shit about any shit. of this. I don't care. I, it was so. It's such a strange place. It's truly out of this world yeah it's like i guess just made for drinkers yeah there's always gonna be like some like tbd alcoholic around because it's like why wouldn't they be especially if you get like you get like wine tastings which you can just get twisted at i've only been there as a sober person Mm -hmm. i've been once before and each time i've been it's just like there's yeah. nothing there for you for <laughs> sober. I mean, there's beauty. I guess you can go. It's gorgeous, and there are good restaurants, so you can eat yummy food. But I, I just had to say that. Yeah. That was what I. That was my revelation last week. It is really curls font. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this. <laughs> it's like a little. It's um, it's the wine like charm. It's wine charm culture. Look. It's like a, that's that's wine culture for me. People drinking wine, they drink a, and they have a, little, a little sip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amelie. Mm-hmm. I don't understand like a sip and spit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna drink. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking chug. I'm like, why are you doing this? I'm fucking gonna gulp and then refill with either a different one or the one I like. 
That was me when I first got sober. I would just notice people like just casually sipping on like the streets in New York, and I'd be like, "Fucking drink, <laughs> drink that fucking beer now." Chug, 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 chug. Take that IPA right now and guzzle it. <laughs> Drip it. Put it in your mouth. I'll fucking hold it. I'd be like wanting to just pour it into someone's esophagus. I feel that. I don't understand pe- people like some people are like all I need is just like one drink and I just savor it and I love it. And that's like so satisfying. Fuck and you. I was like, how about three? How about seven? <laughs> how about four or five? Yeah, what about seven? You got some balls <laughs> saying that to me. You got some balls. No, it's like normal and functioning, but I'm just like. Yeah, but I'm I was just, like, what's the point? I was like, I was like, what's the deal with this? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? I don't you? trust any of you. I don't people. trust any of you people. But meanwhile, I'm just truly dysfunctional. Carla <laughs> tries to teach Karen. Is that too much? No. Um, Carla. Tries to teach Karen how to work out. And I love Carla's workout plan is eat a piece of fish and some vegetables and then get dick down every night. And I was like, that's a great workout plan. You work out, you eat lean protein and vegetables and then just get plowed for at least 30 minutes at night by someone with a huge dick. And that Carla looks great. Carla's got a great bod. I trust her and Drita's like approach to working out. I trust Carla's more than Drita's because I think Drita looks like she just diets extensively yeah carla has like a she radiates like balance more fitness yeah more wellness yeah she's like she's like i just love getting basically getting plowed by a bread loaf dick mm-hmm. i love them fa- like their obsession with loaf dicks like yeah. it's such an interesting baguette cock mm-hmm. um she goes she goes karen tell me what's your what what's your ideal kind of man and then karen goes Definitely professional. <laughs> I was like, okay. Same. Yeah. Definitely. I'm like. Definitely a professional. Are you talking about like the professional? Like a hitman. That's what she's talking about. Definitely a professional. You're like, definitely alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a person over there. Definitely breathing. Yeah. I'm like what? Okay. Like, but this what LinkedIn? then? Young professional. What else? What else? Tell? She's like, that's about it. Her bar is pretty low. But she says it, and, and then Carla's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? I think that just means not connected. Like, not a mafia. Yeah. Like, she's done dating guys <laughs> that are, like, doing illegal shit. And but she think, now wants just a professional. But I think she also meant a hitman. Yeah, she could. It could also it's, be it's, that. It's a two-way street. She's still, surprise, surprise, pressed about the Drita situation. <laughs> I'm like, girl, fucking pick up your phone and yeah. make a phone call for God's sake. Loot me out. Also, Carla right now just wants to talk about big cock. And working out. And working out. Yeah. And like fish. Carla does not care. She's like pumped her treadmill up to like five miles an hour and is power walking. <laughs> like she doesn't care about your drama with Drita. No, she's thinking about her like big dick boyfriend and how she's gonna like sit on his yeah and how she's gonna shower when she gets home then make a sensible piece of fish and steam some veggies and eat them yeah and like so then they lee calls drita drita's back at home she's healed and she's painting her nails next to her like coffin bed and they make up which means that lee just 
Drita just says, I feel bad that we had a fight. And Lee goes, me too. And then that's like them yeah. making up. She goes, I missed you yesterday at my birthday. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, by the way, he sounds just like Juicy Joe. Yeah, he does. I was like, this could be, I don't know, tree. And their way of communication is also just like wild to me. Yeah. Or la- uh, communication or really lack thereof because they're not communicating very well. She mentions about Karen, how she's writing a book, and he goes, oh, what the fuck's so exciting about her life? I was like, damn, he's bitter. Yeah, he... He calls her a fat bitch. I know. He's so rude about her. Lee and Drita are talking. Then Karen, she's worked her damn self up again, decides to go over to Renee's house to like... Oh, right, To like just talk more shit about Drita. And then Renee goes... Renee's like team Karen through and through. And she goes, Karen's like, I guess I just wanted to say something. And uh, Renee goes, how about I'm sorry I slept with your boyfriend, my dear friend. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, okay, that would be like a good start. Renee's very, she's like, I don't know how two women could even talk to each other after sleeping with the same man. I was like, honey, try a gay world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's being gay. Like a gay, a man is like fucking your man while he's still inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, didn't see you there. Oh, oh, oh I'll just, I'll move uh, over. Yeah. I'm like, don't clutch your pearls. And then Renee's like, she's like, we call that facha due, two face. And I was like, okay, Renee. <laughs> yeah. Renee's, of course, like, she's the perfect person to go whip yourself up. Mm -hmm. She'll whip you up into even more of a frenzy. She'll get you in, like, tatters. So Karen's literally talked to every single person except Drita about this huge problem. And the problem gets bigger and bigger with every person she talks to, where now she's, like, furious that she's been betrayed. I'm like, A, this was, like, 15 years ago that this happened. So, like... You've both lived completely separate lives. They've had children together. They've had children together. He like is in jail. Like, yeah, get over it. Uh, Or not, not even get over it, but just accept accept it it. and move on. Why are you going and trying to bark up the same tree again? If you're that upset about it. Also, do you want to be in Drita's shoes right now? Yeah. Or do you even really want to be part of her life? It sounds like you don't like her. Yeah. But she probably wants to be friends with Drita so she can get information about Lee so she can like write about it. She's told everyone about this. And literally like the the postman knows the ferry conductor, Mm -hmm. the captain of the ferry, the people that like salt the streets for the snow. Hey. Yeah. She goes over and just starts talking to some. I just got to say, I'm really upset about Drita. And they're like, uh, we know Karen, you talked about this yesterday. Have you talked to her yet? And she's like, now. Yeah, but it's it's kind of one of those places where I feel like you could walk up to anyone and just be like, I got a problem. They're like, yeah, tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. What's going on? And they're like, and they're that like, bitch. They're like, you know Drita? And she's like, no, I don't, but just keep going. Mm-hmm. We call that facciadore. We call that facciadore. <laughs> Two-faced. Two-faced. Then Lee calls Drita again. And she tells him about the book. <laughs> and he goes, yes. I don't give a fuck. Who gives a fuck? What book? <laughs> and then he, he does give a fuck. He goes, sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. I don't want to be in no fucking book. I don't want to be in no book. <laughs> fuck her. Lee's starting. 
There's also a, a segue between the two scenes where you're like a poor man's Florence and the Machine song. <laughs> yeah, it's I was like, like, what? Do I know this song? Was and then it, it was. Flow? I don't think so. The dog days are over. The dog days are certainly not over on Staten Island. No way. They're in the dog days. Perma dog. I don't want to be in no fucking book. What does she have to say? What's so interesting about her? He goes, that fat, dumb fucking bitch. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that rat family. Her and her rat father. Lee. Damn. And then and then she, and then as he's been at like a 12 on a scale of one to 10. And then she's like, all right, well, I got to go. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he just calms down immediately. I'm obsessed with her being like, well, you know, Karen's writing a book. I don't give a fuck. Who gives a fuck? What book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he doesn't. He wants Karen, to know. Karen better be careful. Yeah, I wonder. We need to read her book, I think, probably. Is there a book? I would hope so. Yeah, I would like, hope not to have been put through all of this for there to be no book at the end of it. Was it like, you know, when Carol Radzewell's like writing that article all season? And it's like <laughs> literally like someone wrote it for her and it's two paragraphs for like cosmopolitan do you remember that no on the real houses in new york she's like there's all this to do about this thing she's writing and it's, it's and it's like a, a two paragraph it's like a page it's like i love blush it's basically like it's like use this on your upper cheekbones for a little extra oomph no it's like it's like going out on a date later in life or like i was like what this is it carol it's like not an article it's just like a personal it's like a reflection yeah I was like, Carol. Carol. I've written longer texts than this. Carol. Writers are always starting. Yeah, they're always. They're always like, in my case, like not writing. <laughs> in Karen's case, writing on a whiteboard, talking about writing. Hey, Karen. Writing more... a reflection. She's done more writing than I have in a lot of times. Yeah. It's like she's she's doing something. Finally, Karen comes over to talk to Drita about her problems and confronts her about Lee. Yeah. And Drita goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what are they drinking? I don't know. Were they just having wine? Or maybe water and colored glasses? I can't. I don't remember. Like, the... Karen's basically like, I'm not going to leave this house until you apologize to me for fucking my man. Karen also, I just have to backtrack to like the beginning of the episode for a writer. She's not very like wordsy. Like she says something about Renee. She was like, Renee's just kind of a whirlwind. And I was like, no, no. she's not. It's you, but, but Laura, you don't have to be. Oh, well, yeah. You don't <laughs> have to be like, a. Yeah. you don't have to even be intelligent to write a book. No, no. That's the secret. She wants her to admit. She goes, admit that you did something wrong. Because I guess they broke up. And within that same year that she and Karen and Lee broke up, Drita started dating. And maybe they were roommates or something. I was like, whatever it was, it was really sketchy. Which is like, okay. That's fair. That is fair. And I think Drita, to her, to Karen's credit, Drita does downplay it. Yeah. And I think she's kind of rewriting history a little bit. But maybe she also, it's not even much as much downplaying it as like truly not thinking that it was that big of a deal. Yeah. Because Karen never said anything about it for 15 years. Like if they started dating, Karen was like, yeah, that's fine. And then her whole demeanor of it has been like, yeah, it's fine. It's wild, but like, great. 
But I don't think Drita is someone that asks permission. No, Drita does what Drita wants so, to do. So I don't even think they have. I think it was just like, this is how it is now. I'm fucking Lee. I'm fucking Lee now. And then Karen, like, you have to say yes. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are, you, Are fucking you fucking kidding, kidding me? me? Um, I, okay. I, if I had been in a very long-term relationship with someone mm-hmm. and then a close friend of mine started. Immediately started dating. Him. I would be pissed. Yeah. And I would be like... I would say something in that yeah. moment, within that week that I found out. So, uh, look, I I wouldn't can wait s- 15 years. But I can also see that sometimes things are just left unsaid and they fester. Mm-hmm. And, like, especially she had a lot of other things in her mind, including yeah. selling ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so she probably was maybe compartmentalized it a little. But I think she... I can still... I can see just being, like... I think she's framing it in the wrong way. She should just be like, I want to just talk this out. It's still a little weird for me that we just never talked about it. Yeah. I know that it seems like it's been a little too late and like things have moved on and I'm, I'm fine with it. I just want to acknowledge like I did feel a little weird when it started mm-hmm. and I feel like I just needed to say that. I think, that, but yeah. You know. I mean like I did feel betrayed and it was kind of weird. I yeah. felt like you went behind my back. And obviously now things worked out the way they did, but like, that's how I feel. That's how I felt at the time. And then Drita goes, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You can't have a nuanced conversation though. So it's either like, it's either you're a fucking whore, like betrayed. You betrayed me and you're a whore for that. Like there's no, yeah, there's just, and then Karen escalates. And she's like, admit that you did something wrong. And then Drita goes, that's not going to happen. And yeah. then Karen, like, basically says that she's going to write about Lee because he was a big part of her life. So Drita better get ready. And then Drita's like, if you fucking write a word about my, the father of my daughter, we're going to have problems. She's serious. Yeah. Wait, so is he only the father of one of her kids? No, I think he's fathered both of her children i don't know where the second child is we only saw one child this episode and she yeah leah and the other one tbd but (laughs) like like, she like moved to new york and is like an intern (laughs) she's starting over yeah Yeah. but like then it's also weird because like lee is so reactionary about karen that's what i'm saying there's still some like dreed is like he can't stand you either yeah well, he like, says he's going to get a fucking dildo and bash your head in. And I was like, whoa. So you're threatening her? That What a weird thing to say. Yeah. He's going to bash your head in with a dildo. It's like, what? If whoa. someone I was... Why? You're like, why? I would never speak to someone again if they said that. No. And if my husband, if my man was saying that to me about another person, I'd be like, babe. Chill. You got to just take it down a notch. I would never repeat that. No. A dildo? Why a dildo? <laughs> maybe she fucked him. Why not him? a slapjack? But maybe like pegged him. And maybe he has like he has anal remorse. Mm-hmm. He has like gay panic over being pegged by a woman. Maybe. Maybe they did experiment with like a lot of things if they grew up like they yeah. dated over seven years. Maybe she knows something about him. It's weird. He's Madrid is like, if you're gonna bring up my daughter's father, we're gonna have a problem. She goes. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? 
<laughs> I love when Drita gets pissed. Yeah. Because you know she's pissed. That's Aaliyah's father. I'm like, what about the other one? Well, now he's going to get written about in Karen's shitty book. So yeah. In her book that doesn't up. In her yeah. book that no one knows what it's called. <laughs> Did she write one? Karen Gabano. I'm Googling it. Sammy the Bull. My, my father. father. Sammy the Bull. Sammy the Bull. Uh, you know my father? He was Sammy the Bull. Who has a podcast? Who has a podcast? Known Murder, a podcast to Sammy Gravano. Her book, Mob Daughter. <laughs> the Mafia, Sammy the Bull Gravano, and me with an exclamation point. I love that. Mob Daughter. She's got four and a half stars on Amazon. It's pretty good. What a weird title. Mob Daughter. Mob Woman. Sammy the Bull and me. People seem to like it, except one person said, not too entertaining. I love Karen. She's the realest chick on Mob Wives without overdoing it. However, the book was all over the place. And there's was so many different names and places mentioned that you almost lost track of wherever it was going on in the book. It drags a little. It's just like, come on. We know your dad's a gangster affiliated with the mafia. What else, though? Damn, that's the question of the ages. Yeah, someone else said, poorly written. (laughs) Someone else said, don't waste your money. It's all Drita. Someone did. Making new Amazon accounts in a fit of rage. She has like 71 Amazon accounts. Someone wrote, mind numbing. God knows how this ever got published. Utter tripe. (laughs) These are all people from Staten Island. Yeah, found it boring. I must admit, this is Danielle. (laughs) I must admit, I didn't finish the book. Too much name dropping and describing the houses she had lived in over again. Found it boring, but it may have gotten better if I'd read more. <laughs> That's literally like someone read one page. So there's Danielle. Yeah, why even comment if you, like, it may have been better. Like, don't stick to it. comment on it if you didn't read the whole thing. But also, if you're insulting it, that's one thing. But then don't backtrack and be like, maybe it's good. Could I don't be. know. That is so Danielle. That's really, like, unhelpful. She will be revealed on page 27. I read two pages. <laughs> Pretty boring to me. I read the table of contents. <laughs> the I- table of contents <laughs> bored me. But who knows? It might be good if I read more. <laughs> the titles of the... T- <laughs> I read the copyright page and found it to be another drag. Who knows? Could be good I if I the- went back. <laughs> the names of the... I have to say the names of the chapters didn't catch my eye, but I'm no writer. They didn't thrill me. Didn't she write a book, Danielle? Yeah, Cop Without a Bad. No, she didn't write that. Oh, she oh. (laughs) It was okay. (laughs) I love being like (laughs) fair and balanced about it. It was all right. I was expecting more after watching Mob Wives and seeing how much she built the book up. Now it seems that she was only on the show to promote this average and even boring at times book (laughs) since she so quickly disappeared from the cast once the book was published. Oh no. It seems like she's a celebrity in her own mind and needs to feel known. I lived in New York for years and I'd never heard of her until Mob Wives (laughs) came. Wait, is she only on this season? I guess. That's fine with me. She's kind of boring. It has a lot of good. <laughs> it has a lot of good reviews. I'm just loving. It was all right. It was okay. <laughs> Someone goes one star. She references a lot without knowing, without knowledge from her father's book. 
underboss, Sammy the Bull Gravano's story of life in the mafia was referenced a lot in this book. The same chapter titles, the same paragraphs, the same sentencing, the same storylines. I know from the same family and all. I know she's from the same family and all, but she's using the exact same format word for word. I only have 60 pages left and was interested in father's book, so I did a quick preview and I cannot believe it's like the same book. Damn. I'm not even kidding. His first chapter title is the <laughs> same chapter than this book, which was written first. Then the same phrases word for word are in this book. I think she's making money off of the changes, plagiarizing. Look, here's his father's book title. Now you can get a sneak peek. This person also doesn't know how to write, but that's interesting. Wait, so her book came first? His book came first. So she just plagiarized she her just dad's plagiarized her dad's book. Changed some sentences. At the 25th hour. I love that. She was like, hey, dad, I'm just going to like... Dad, you really fucked me over in life. Can I just like plagiarize your book? Sure. Sure, baby. <laughs> sure. Damn. Mob daughter. It was okay. It was all right. <laughs> Someone uh, wrote, book was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the nicest trolls I've ever heard. That's a good review, I guess. Today, it's like, go fuck yourself and go fucking die. Burn in fucking okay. hell. Your whole family deserves to die. You all deserve to fucking die, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. It's literally like, kill yourself. It's like, I'm like, I went. I drive a Honda Element. Someone's like, fucking kill yourself in your car. Mm -hmm. But like 10 years ago, it was like, it was all right. All right. I yeah. don't like that car that much, but you can drive it if you want. Mm -hmm. it's this, if you do anything, go fuck to grave sin. Go fuck yourself. Fuck your fucking self. I posted a photo once of my family, like a funny like family photo, that a portrait of us where I was like standing alone. Oh, yeah. You said this. Last oh, I did. <laughs> oh, shit. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hun? Honey? Do you okay, Claude? Do Are you I having short-term memory loss? Am I still Alicing? You, that was a still Alice moment. I swear to God, you said this. We had this really? exact conversation last week on the pod. Either on the bonus episode. It might have been on the bonus episode. Uh. Or one of the other two episodes that we recorded. Whoopsie. You guys kidding me are you fuck this is are you fucking kidding, kidding me? me um next episode looks absolutely deranged renee's getting physical carla throws down though yeah she's the remember she's the choker she oh yeah she was the choker she facilitated you think it's drita but it's really carla with it's a carla. firm stop i need that so then it looks like Renee just drags Carla to the floor by her hair next episode. So I'm excited for, at like a dinner. So yeah, about her. It's all about her. her it's all about her boyfriend who me tooed Renee at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to just walk around and the minute I open my trap. I shouldn't say something. Just, when you just tell just a story that you've already told, I no. you just see me. And just, just do I do it, it a lot? You've you've had repeat offender moments, but it's hard to keep Shit. track of everything. You know what? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Guys. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Give this man a camera. 
Give this man a camera. And see what happens. Starbucks just, goes a flying. Just turn it on. I'll do whatever. Um, guys. Uh, guys, we posted on our Instagrams. There's links to... Links the, to all the first runs of shows. Salt Lake City. Fucking Chicago. LA. Fucking Los Angeles. Are you fucking kidding me? You That's me to you me? if you do not get a ticket and come to one of these shows. Salt Lake City. Come out and hang with us. It's going to be country. fucking really good. Yeah. Um, and I think the ladies, the show, SL, what fucking show? Salt Lake City season two will be out by the time we are in Salt Lake City. So we might be recapping an episode. An ex- by the way, that trailer is explosive. Incredible. Merida. So good. How did the feds know you were in Beauty Bar? What is she? Beauty Lab. What does she say? Uh, You're calling me a fraud? Calling me a fraud, baby. Bye. <laughs> Meredith comes out of her ambient haze mm-hmm. to serve. Meredith woke up. Yeah. She, had she that... did kind of wake up a little bit, but then I think she goes back to disengaging. It's hard for her to engage, but we'll see if she really steps up to the plate. I'm disengaging. I'm now engaging. Guys, but really, it's on LarsMarie.com. There's tickets to all the shows, including our run in December. But September's coming up only a month away. Yeah, we're a month out. You can find links to all the tickets, LarsMarie.com. And follow us on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. Sexy Unique Podcast. Sexy Unique Podcast. We're going to be doing posting video clips, best of, little... It's going to be cute. It's going to be cute. So follow us, spread the word, spread the fucking TikToks. No, I'm just, I'm asking you nicely, actually. I'm looking at the camera right now to ask you. Please just follow us. You know, hit that like if you like what you see. (laughs) (laughs) This has gone so dark all of a sudden. (laughs) Did it? No, it's okay. This will be audio only. This is not that moment. And that's not going on TikTok. You can't. You can't. I won't. Guys, that was... We're still getting used to being on-camera personalities, so... That was really Stay tuned. (laughs) Carrie went down a road. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's a safe space to spiral. But yeah, we're excited. Follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E. Carrie O. And... Come back next week. Love and light. Bye. Bye.